0: Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm sitting down today with Bruce Adams and GP. Ready? Jimmy I was Chunga. born ready. I was born ready, GP. Give me some leather. right? Give me some leather. Red red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, chimichanga.
1: <laughs> <laughs> red leathers and chimichangas. <laughs>
0: hey. I got chimichangas on the mind right now. You're from California. Mm. I expect you to have chimichangas on the mind, right? You guys got oh, some yes. amazing food out there. We it's r- really, you guys have some food. amazing food. Amazing food. And you know, and people always ask me, they're like, which we should probably get started. Aren't we supposed to do a podcast today? Oh, <laughs> right, right. Right. We're people not going to be talking ask. about the people that no, of have lost not. their
1: restaurants because of cultural appropriation. No, mean that's... Even yeah, though well, they're the appropriate racial profile, like yes. the boba incident where uh-huh. this girl ran in and screaming, this is not a black-owned business. Uh-huh. I didn't hear about that. And it's a bobo. yeah. She's screaming at these. She's screaming at these uh, poor people because there's a black guy, this manager, uh-huh. good, nice, working gentleman, uh-huh. kicking ass, taking uh-huh. names. Yeah. And uh, well, she screams, goes in there screaming at the uh, people working there that this is cultural appropriation. You got to be kidding me. Let me guess. It was a weird white. No, no, it was black. Black lady. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She okay. She was only. She only frequents black-owned businesses uh-huh and black owned things and this is not a black this business was not black owned therefore she's upset that it was cultural
0: appropriation boba okay okay run and owned by yes yes asians yes how far <laughs> we've fallen okay uh, i suppose we should go ahead and get started nice to see you gp yeah let's get nice. started let's get let's nice get, to get see off you, of Bruce. This. <laughs> i just get confused yeah it's okay i, we'll, I don't we'll know what's what anymore no we'll keep yeah. it we'll keep it nice nice to see yeah. you guys okay. how you guys doing today
2: oh i'm not going yeah. first go ahead Go oh. ahead, Bruce. <laughs> um, uh, well, I mean, healthy, alive, you know, uh, safe uh-huh. Uh-huh. with all these crazy riots and hurricanes, and uh-huh. we're going to talk know, about. We, we've today. got, yeah, so, yeah. What so, fun you time! You're waiting for
1: the news report next week on oh. the Rapture.
0: <laughs> yeah right well i highly doubt that cnn is going to be there covering it right i highly doubt that they'll call it a myth or something all right how you no, doing gp you know,
1: i am um, i'm good i've been responding to a lot of people trying to get information on this uh shooting that we're probably going to be discussing mm-hmm. and uh yeah we'll go from there but yeah other than that i'm good i'm happy my neighborhood's good uh friends fa- family neighbors are all taking care of each other so uh-huh. it's pretty awesome good. Fantastic.
0: Good. Right. Shooting you're talking about happened in Wisconsin. 17 year old kid is out there mm-hmm. in uh, in the neighborhood with his AR-15. Oh, wait, his, wait. Disclaimer. Where is he from? Uh, He's from the town. Yes. Wisconsin. No. Kenosha, Wisconsin. No. No. OK. OK. So okay. Maybe, OK. Well, maybe I, not,
1: because what reports I've got is he's from another state. And he came in to do some patrolling with a whole group of other people. Something this tells is what me I'm Bruce, getting.
0: Something tells me that Bruce is already on it. Oh gosh, I hope so. Bruce had better be sniffing out where this kid's from because apparently he went to Illinois. OK, while you're figuring that out, right, while you're pulling that mm-hmm. information. So this is what has actually. This, OK, so let, let's start with what the mainstream media is reporting. The mainstream media is reporting that this is all Trump's fault. And these are a bunch of uh, fascist kids out there in the streets. And uh, they're, they're shooting people. They're shooting protesters. That's what's being reported by the mainstream media. And that's that's complete nonsense. That's complete nonsense because the media is not even there covering it. They're not even there. No one. There's no CNN. There's no MSNBC. There's no NBC, ABC, CBS. None of it. None of the media is out there. So what's actually being shown by independent reporters that are down there, they've released video of what actually happened during this scenario. So, uh, Bruce, you find any information on where the kid's from? Yeah, he's from Illinois. He's from Illinois. OK, what was he doing up there? Uh, don't know.
1: Um protecting the streets because he figured he had to there's another little f- interesting fact about this kid before you get going he uh-huh. was also at the front row at the Republican National Convention interesting okay so he's out I'm trying to get all the I'm trying to get all this evidence as much as possible so okay. so the listeners can get a real idea of what's going on so it's not like one side versus the other side here's the fact this is it you make a decision okay because the- he's 17 years old right from illinois right and i'd like to know shooting takes place in another state correct yeah yeah. he's a minor he's not allowed to
0: possess a firearm correct uh that's Mm. correct he's not allowed to possess he's not allowed to possess an ar he's uh, excuse me no wait a minute no no uh, you have to be 18 if i'm if i'm not mistaken you are 18 that's correct so so he's gotten a lot
1: of little strikes against him in the beginning
0: yeah and you've got to be 21 to own a handgun now Mm -hmm. now i can tell you for a fact I mean, like I said many times on here, I've been around guns since I was five years old. Now, that doesn't mean that I've had guns in my possession directly. You're always under supervision, but uh, you're not allowed to have a firearm in your name until you're Mm -hmm. at least 18 years of age and that is a Mm -hmm. rifle only 21 years of age for handguns in the u.s just to clear up any confusion now that's to legally own and and all that stuff to purchase them in your name and and all of that yeah a few more years i can get my name a bazooka in my name (laughs) (laughs) yeah because that that m1 abrams tank just ain't doing it anymore these days right well no i don't get that until 91 (laughs) so, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. get that in 91. <laughs> I'll tell you what, let's do this. I want Because I want to make sure, as you said, GP, I want to make sure that it's done. Bruce, you've seen the tapes, okay? I mm-hmm. have not seen the tapes. I've heard the audio from the tapes. I was listening to it in the car on my way home tonight. So I haven't seen the tapes yet because as soon as I got home, we sat down and we started doing this. So I haven't had the chance to sit down and watch the tapes. However... Me being late today and you being who you are, being as uh, as on point as you are. You've seen the tapes. Tell us what you saw in the tapes. OK, so I, I've heard the the initial altercation that happened.
2: Right. There's not any real recording of that happening. Like what happened before the the shot was fired. There is. I've not seen any video. Of we it. have the there. Molotov cocktail being thrown at him.
0: Okay. Okay. It, so it's basically actually on video. The kids. Being that? We actually,
2: okay.
1: Oh, on the hang videos on. you talk. Okay, we got, yeah, we've got
0: to, go Hang ahead. on. The kids being menaced by an individual with you wearing a certain combination of clothing. Okay. And it's, it's the same person just to kind of do this in a short manner. It's the same person in all three videos, in all three shots, the kids being menaced by this individual. As in, he's out there taunting him. Hey, are you going to shoot me? You know, just go ahead and shoot me. That kind of thing. And of course, the kid doesn't do anything. He doesn't even really respond to the guy. And he just kind of walks away. The next video you see is you see the kid with the AR. You see him running away from this same individual. You see him running away because he's there's the Molotov incident. Okay. the next shot is the kid being chased again around a uh, around a certain building. The kid turns around shoots the guy. It hits him in the head and he's done. OK, that's that's what it is. Then he gets knocked to the ground and then he fires back uh, to a different person. Is this correct? Is it because this is I was li- like I said, I was listening to the sort audio. Of, yeah. OK, I was listening so to the audio. Was, I didn't see it. Yeah. So
2: the the first bit, you know, he had the Molotov thrown at him. The, the guy was coming at him. He shot the guy in the head. He then um, departed that area of the scene and was purportedly, he was going to go turn himself into law enforcement. And that's when the rioters began pursuing him. Uh, it was in the middle of the street. They were chasing him. He tripped. They go and um, try to uh, basically beat him at that point. And one guy comes up with a skateboard and hits him with a skateboard. He gets shot in the chest, falls to the ground. Another guy comes up to him. This guy actually has a, a handgun on him and is pointing at the handgun at him. And the kid shoots him in the arm. And then he's the, the guy runs off and you can hear him in the video shouting for a medic. And then after that, the kid stands up and begins to start walking backwards away from that with a the AR kind of pointed down towards the ground and you hear other gunshots go off. So it sounds like, others are, are shooting at him or something. And i, I seen footage after the fact, after that, all that happened, he was trying to go to law enforcement and turn himself in. And the law enforcement were basically telling him, get out of the road, get out of here, so on and so forth. And basically, he wasn't able to re- surrender to law enforcement. Well,
1: actu- well, I got a video clip of him actually saying, we got voice of his voice saying, I work over there. I work over there trying to
2: go to the police line. Um, he, well, no, is this the video where he was going up to the three? See, this is this cars? is a difficult. Yes, he's going up to the Cochrane and they're saying,
1: go around, mm-hmm. turn around, go away. See, this yeah. is how the media can really affect you, because the way they have it looking is they are saying that that is after he got done shooting everyone. Not before.
2: Yes, this is after this is the video. This is from the reporters that took the video. This is the ones that recorded the video. They were saying this is after the fact, after he had shot the people, he was going to the law enforcement. The three vehicles that one um, mm-hmm. uh, two of the vehicles were the um, Nash, uh, um, National Guard vehicles, right? The, the armored vehicles. And then the other one was a cop car. Um, they came over loudspeaker and told him to get out of the road to go back. And that's when he went up to the cop car. Of course, during this whole time, he has like his hands raised and everything. And uh um, okay, different video. Yeah. And, and then when he gets up to the cop car, they basically run him off, essentially. So when he was apprehended, which, by the way, let me let me point this out. The kid is 17. We've already said he's a minor. We already know his name. We know where he's from. We know his Facebook. We know everything about him. He's a minor. We're not supposed to know any of this. Anytime there's a minor in any, in, in the the name is hidden from us. But all of this information is coming out.
0: So, um, And I also find it interesting but, uh, that he is considered to be, a, the, the media is calling him a 17-year-old. They're calling him a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. When you have these roaming wolf packs that we've covered time and again here, GP, you, you know the ones I'm talking about, mm-hmm. the ones that go oh, around yeah. stomping people. They never mention that it's anyone of a certain age. They always just say teens or youth. That's all they say. So it's always it's always placated to one side. It's never shown in the manner that it should be. It's never shown that, you know, this group of uh, individuals at this particular age group, none of that's ever shown. But as Bruce said, to your point, we know everything about this kid. And what's that yeah. going to do down the road? Bruce, you made some points before we even started tonight. You were talking about how this is going to affect this kid, even if he does end yep. up walking away from this.
2: Yeah, they're, they're saying this was intentional homicide is what what first degree intentional homicide or, or something no. that would affect. No, no. And and, and what we're seeing by the reports is self-defense. However, I honestly, even if the kid, even if this is thrown out and it's self-defense and, you know, he walks away, his life is done and it's over. That's it. Like, Everybody knows who he is. Everybody knows his face. He's done. His life's over. Imagine trying to find a job after this. But being as he's broken other laws, he's he's obviously going to get in trouble for other things. Um, but this is a kid that, like, they're, they're talking about his Facebook, his social media, Um it's basically blue lives matter. He has media, including photos and phrases uh, about blue lives matter. He has um, a lot of support for police. Also has he has the video you were talking about where he was at um, the rally for for uh, Donald Trump. It, it it's a TikTok video that's supposedly supposed to be his um, account. So it, I I don't Do know. you know it's really is. hard to find
1: information on the people he shot? I found it though. One of them is a registered sex offender. The man holding a gun is a felon with a gun, but they're not broadcasting that, are they? Do no, you notice that? Not Do you not seeing that? Yeah, one? one of the guys is a sex offender. Yeah. So I said so the media is not, not even there.
0: They're not even there. Well, registered they're sex offender. Right, right. They, they don't want to mention this
1: part that two of the three, okay, think about this, guys, two of the three people attacking him were felons already. Sixty six percent. What's to say about the other group of people or the group of people they're all hanging out with a sex offender and a guy and another felon with a gun are hanging out together with a group of other people to attack this young boy
2: or young man. I don't know how you want to put it. Minor. Minor. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to keep harping on that because this is literally. Well, this by, are, this is Sanders
1: as... again. Again, this is a whole Sanderson, the they poor MAGA hat
2: kid thing in a, just in a different light. Yeah, the difference is is there there is actually some wrongdoing here. Yes, I mean, there, there is, is actually is some, some wrongdoing. wrongdoing right, right. But
1: do you know they're attacking that kid again? Yes, the little magnet kid. Yeah,
2: yeah. This demon. Yeah, the yeah that, that's it. I keep which saying. which, so which is funny. By the way, the the media isn't really attacking him as much as uh, yeah, the, but like social media and stuff. They're calling him a, a spoiled brat. Is that what the media and is obnoxious? Yes, they're calling him obnoxious and a spoiled obnoxious brat. A spoiled brat. You know, well, because they they had their feelings hurt. Their pocketbook
1: hurt. That's the only feeling they have. Well, yeah, that. But he didn't get the amount of money that everyone said he had. It's actually an undisclosed amount that was far less than everything that everybody thought.
0: Okay. um, Yeah. The numbers I've heard is 80 million. Since we're talking about no, this, uh, yeah. Since we're talking about this, okay. l- let's kind of segue into something here. Uh now This is this is kind of what I'm gathering because this is all connected into this. This kid, the 17 year old kid that we're talking about now, he's been arrested and charged with first degree murder. Is that correct?
2: Well, the, the reports I'm, I'm I'm guessing first. First degree murder. First degree homicide is what I was hearing or intentional homicide or whatever. I, mm-hmm. I I don't know all the legal terms for this, but he supposedly he was arrested in uh one. What was the county? He was arrested back in Illinois, Lake County, Illinois. That's where he was supposedly taken into custody.
0: Mm hmm. OK, well, here's here's the interesting thing about it. Because of this incident right here uh, issue with this uh, Kyle Rittenhouse character, right? Because of this, now Tucker Carlson has come out on Fox News and made a statement about it. And now Hollywood is clamoring to have him removed. Why?
2: Because he, his statements. I, I went in and watched the video of, of what they're saying, mm-hmm. um, by the way, real quick to, to clean up on what we were talking about. Wisconsin law, anyone 17 or older is uh, an adult. Really? So yes, but he's from and, Illinois. And, right. But this is the, the action was in uh, Wisconsin. So they're, they're going by that law. He's being um, extradited to uh, uh, Wisconsin. Anyway, um, the v- video in question here, uh, Tucker basically calls out and he shows the actual footage of what went on. He brought on the reporter that um, recorded all this. Right. It's a the guy from the Daily Color, I believe.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he is one out there. Yeah, David uh, Callahan, Richie McGinnis, I think McGinnis. Yeah. Anyway, he one. yeah
2: he was on and was telling what happened and showing the video and everything. And uh, Tucker was showing actual footage. He was showing actual footage of what the riots were doing. He was uh, basically saying, "Is it no surprise that Kyle, the the shooter, is it no surprise that we had someone come out there?" After uh, defending property, that that was his stated intent when we've seen law enforcement and the government essentially refusing to protect its citizens. So is it any surprise that we've seen this kid out there doing it? And he also stated that he was actually disappointed that it was a 17-year-old. That was the one that had the stones to step up and try to defend other people's property. And that, that's basically what they're, okay. they're okay. having a to Well, co- a
0: couple of things here. One, here's the deal. He's showing actual footage. That's the first thing. That's his yes. first mistake. He's showing actual footage. Second thing, what he's showing is actual footage that's being put out by reporters, independent reporters that are down there that's contradictory to what the mainstream media is showing. So he's going against yes. the grain in that sense. So he's disproving mainstream media, which it doesn't take a whole lot to do that these days. We do it every day around here. He's disproving the narrative that's being pushed. And the other aspect to this is, is that the Democrats own these riots, right? They own this stuff. This is their doing. And now they can't stop them. Even if they wanted to, I don't think they could. It's gotten too far. I don't think they want to. Well, I don't think they necessarily want to, but I'm saying even if they wanted to, I don't think they could. I really don't. It's gone Mm. beyond their control now. And it's it was used as a tool to menace the public. And now it's just it's gotten out of control. It's out of control now to the point where people that are openly supporters of it that are out there marching with them are now being turned against. So it's getting more crazy. Case in point, the woman who was in the restaurant with her kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With the uh, uh, the BL, she was out there marching with them. Yeah. They were screaming at this woman in the restaurant to stand up and support and stand with them. And she wouldn't do it. Or the car dealership
2: raising the fist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or the car dealership that we talked about in Kenosha in, in Wisconsin that had the BLM banner on the dealership itself. And BLM went down to that dealership and burned every car on the lot. So it's completely out of control. So Carlson comes out. He points this or he points this out. And it doesn't fit. So of course they want him gone. Of course they want him gone. Mm-hmm. He stands up there every night. To his credit, he's, well, quite frankly, he's he's the only one on the network that actually calls things out for how it is. And the guy writes his own monologue and he does a very good job at it, uh, I have to say. And he really calls it like it is. And they don't like it. The the other The other network organizations, they don't like it. Hell, the, the execs at Fox probably don't like it. So yeah, they're they're obviously they're going after him. I can see why they're going after him. But to be honest with you, I mean, he's just pointing out what's what's actually happening here. I don't see the justification to have him removed unless, of course, it's just, you know, to, to that point. I mean, just, there's there's really you can't deny it. You can't deny what's actually happening up there. But yet the agenda that's being put out is, oh, here's these crazy Trump supporters, OK, that, that are out there that are doing this uh, and they've got to be 17 year old kids. Well, it's just one. Right? It's just one case of this until we hear otherwise right it's just one case but more more to that point he does have an issue here he 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 does present a very interesting point he says how shocked are we that 17 year olds with rifles decided they had to maintain order when no one else would why are the police not doing it to hell with the mayors To hell with the governors, to hell with the damn city council. Go out and enforce the law. Those people that are in there that are restricting those of you that are supposed to enforce the law are breaking the law themselves by being an accessory to the fact or even an accessory after the fact, in my opinion. So if you will not do your job as a law enforcement officer if you will not do your job as an elected official of, for, and by the people to protect the community that you are there to represent, if you won't do this, then we have to do it. We, the people, have to do it because you will not. Now, I had this discussion with someone earlier and uh, it was somebody that was telling me that you see people every day out in their state holding up signs talking about how they hate the governor or they hate the mayor or this and that. Well, There's an issue with that. Yes, I agree that they are a problem, right? I agree with that. Unfortunately, this is the downside to it. Unfortunately, in this sense, due to the nature of our system, we can't just simply go in and remove those people. We have a process we have to follow. And they know that, right? That's the problem. So here's the issue. You can do in the United States what's called recall. And the two of you are familiar with recalls. Recalls are what allow us, the voters, the citizenry to go in and to recall that particular governor, that mayor or whatever. And we can have an emergency election to establish whether or not we have confidence in them or not. But a couple of things about that. One, it's very expensive to do that. It's it's very expensive. You got all kinds of legal things in there that come up and and all kinds of stuff. You got lawyers and litigators and all that stuff. And everybody has to. Yeah. And then, of course, you've got the voting. And then there's no guarantee that you're actually going to be able to get rid of the sorry sobs so there is that too uh so it's it's very difficult yes we do have the recall system in there and we're able to vote them out in Uh, in a vote of no confidence during any time we choose. But it's not quite as easy as it sounds, unfortunately, which in this case, the ones that are refusing to enforce the law, the ones that are actually turning a blind eye to these conditions that are happening. It is no wonder that there are people out there in the streets picking up uh, their own arms to defend the community. What did we see in Minneapolis? Do, Do you remember, Bruce, when we first started to see the Minneapolis riots after George Floyd? Do you remember what we saw? You had local boys <clears throat> not uh, not underage, but local fellas. Right. Out protecting businesses. And that's what it was. But see, it was. Do you remember? It was everybody. It was members of the community of every race and color. See, they don't like that. They, they don't like that. And it was them standing out there in front of businesses with, you know, the, with their AR slung across their chest, not doing anything, just standing there. And if looters would come around, hey, you need to move on. Don't be don't be menacing these businesses. And that's what it was. Uh, It was just Americans protecting American businesses, I believe, is how they describe themselves. And so what the media call them vigilantes, crazy people, lunatics, that kind of stuff. It's no surprise uh, that we're seeing this uh, this type of behavior. And I expect it from the community.
2: I'm fully expected. And the more so the more you lose law and order, that's kind of one of the things Tucker was talking about there. Uh, in, in his video was he was also pointing out that law and order is like a basic fundamental fundamental thing that that civilization needs, right? that That's like the mm-hmm. base thing that we have to have. And we're losing that with these riots and the the nonsense that's going on. And that was his point is people want order, which is another reason that he needs to be canceled, obviously, because he he wants law and order um, and didn't support the riots, which, by the way, to point in, to, to hammer in the point I was saying that the Democrats don't want the riots to stop. Pelosi did a an interview uh, or speech or whatever the hell you want to call it, and she was talking about, obviously, it's political speak. She can't flat out say, continue the riots, but the wordage was, we need to continue protesting. We need to continue bringing uh, attention to this basically was, was the wordage in, in a nutshell. I wish I had the video to, to play with the, what she actually said there. And it was essentially an endorsement to the riots and, and the looting. So they want the chaos. And uh, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm I, I honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of it. This is where it's getting dangerous, because I'm the guy that's government bad and I'm sitting here going it's time for the federal government to step in
0: yeah you like this has to be shut and down I, like
2: this is this I, is getting too far I right? I don't like that I do not like when I get into a position as as a government's bad kind of person and I'm sitting here going we we have to have the fed step in I I don't like that at all um this is Honestly just,
0: let me ask you this yeah. let me ask you this do, do you think that they're intentionally pushing like this to to provoke that response? I mean, it's it's as as you said, it's we're getting further and further into this. It's getting more dire. And now now they're going out into the suburbs. I mean, you can see them. You've seen the videos. They're out in the suburbs now with guillotines at two o'clock in the morning and, and bullhorns. Mm-hmm. So is it to the point where like that that's what they want, right? That's the trap. That's what they want. First, it started with Chaz in Seattle. Remember, it started with Chaz or, or Chop or whatever it was. They wanted A response from Trump to go in. Same thing in Portland. They wanted the response with the courthouse. They wanted the response. As soon as he sent... DHS federal officers out there to protect the courthouse and the people in it, what happened? What'd we get? What'd we get from the mainstream media? It was as soon as like Antifa would show up and they would be out there throwing bottles and and ball bearings and, and all kinds of rocks and bricks and everything else. They'd be throwing that at the officers. They would go up, they would menace the officer, they would strike the officer and then they would run off. Then the cameras would start and it would be the federal officers grabbing these bums up and, and cuffing them up and dragging them off in vans and stuff. And it would be, oh, look, look, the freedom people are out there fighting the fascist uh, occupying army of Trump. That's the con- that, Like that's that's what you get. You're not getting the full context of things. But now they've gone even further with it. They expanded the scope of this um, this little operation of theirs. And it's a mess. It's a mess. I think that he they want him to respond in the manner that you're talking about, as in bring in uh, the feds, because honestly, I mean, let's be fair. We could have this cleaned up in a day. I mean, literally, that's all it would take. That's all it would take. But I, I also think it's this. I also believe that there's this aspect to it. They haven't met any real resistance yet. They're just now starting to see it in areas like Kenosha. And and you're starting once they get a little bit further out and they get into the rural part of America where people are armed to the teeth, parts like where you and I come from. No disrespect to you, but parts where like you and I come from. We don't take kindly to that kind of attitude. We don't. And when it comes to you'd that, be surprised, we don't either. Okay. well, yeah. Well, yeah. I remember you guys uh, banded together as the community against the the BLM protest. I remember that. Yes. Mm -hmm. True. But usually out in rural America, you have county sheriffs, as we've heard many county sheriffs here before. They're saying they advise the public to do what they need to do in order to protect your home, your family and your property. The local law enforcement and the county law enforcement will back up the community as in the community will take the lead on dealing with that problem because we can and because largely the people that are out in rural America, we usually have more firepower than the police officers do. So it's yeah, but the side issue. But the thing is, is it's going to be the communities that are the areas like where we come from. We're going to be the ones that are going to have to clean this mess up. Or do you think I'm wrong here?
2: I think you're wrong. And here's why I okay. So initially, I on the surface, I agree with you. On the surface, um, I agree that when the government won't protect us, when the law enforcement won't protect us, it is the job of the communities, you know, at the local level, for people to band together and to ensure each other's safety. Right? That's kind of that. That's, that's kind of our thing. That's our system. Right? However, now th- this is my speculation. We're in a lose-lose situation. So let's say we have the rural communities stand up. And the rural communities resist this, the riots, the protests, the looting. The media narrative is going to be, look at how racist the Midwest is. Look at how bigoted they are. I I understand. But I I get it. But the narrative, that's what the narrative is going to be. They control the media, right? They being the Democrats, the, the left. So it's going to fit into their narrative of... The rights are racist. The rights are fascist. The rights are the the right is loons. But so do people care though? The do people
0: care though? That's I mean that's that's the question. Do people care? Because uh, every person that I talk to, on average, that watches the TV, they know it's all bull. They they know it's all bull anyway. So yes, I agree with you. That's what the narrative's going to be. But do people even hmm. care at the st- at the point we're at? Do you think people are even going to care? Did uh, Germany care about the Nazis? Uh, yeah, but it took them a while. Okay.
2: And when did they stand up and resist or did they did wow. the Nazis gain power and we had Nazi Germany and did they try they, to take over the world? My, my point, my point. OK, th- that's my point is it even if the American people know that this is a load of BS, they know this is a lie, but they do nothing. They become complacent and, and they just, yeah, whatever. You know, it's just it's just the media narrative, whatever. I mean, it, it's going to be easy to fall into the trap of. Um, you have the next politician come up and say, hey, I'm for law and order. I'm for fixing this. I, I have a solution for all this. And who's to say the next one isn't a well-spoken Soros plant, for example? Mm-hmm. Who's to say the next one isn't the one that'll bring in some kind of uh, social credit system, digital tracking of everyone to try to solve the civil unrest? Who's to say they won't bring someone like that? Or not even not even necessarily a president. We don't need a president to come in and do that. You can do that at the local level from the governors. COVID nineteen is so bad; we have to track it now. We're, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to, have everybody have a chip. Or these riots and this unrest, these these um, uh racists and bigots. We're we're gonna have to have something to, to track all these people. You get what I'm saying? It, it's a very slippery slope. Um, uh, yeah, I either agree. way you go.
0: I agree. So I, I'm. And we're- we were talking a little before this. No, I, I get where you're coming mm-hmm. from. We, we were talking a little bit before this. And, and I agree that honestly, I mean, I get that feeling from people. I get that don't care feeling on, on average. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I had it a few years ago. I thought, man, do, people care about anything. Don't you care about anything? And like that, that was like, I, I just couldn't get anybody to care. Hell, I can't get people to care now. Hardly. It seems like, I mean, people know what's going on, but it's just like, uh, eh. You know whatever and we were talking a little bit about this before keeping with subject here but this was largely how it started you mentioned uh, what happened in in uh, Weimar Germany there as, as related to mm-hmm. you know people like Nazis coming to power and as we were having this this odd you know kind of offside discussion we were talking about Antifa because as I showed you the the photos from back in in Berlin as we were going through the photos from back in Berlin same group it's the same group of people it's the same group Antifa came from here. Right. It actually came from the Soviet Union, but it was it was transplanted here. And this is where they built up that movement to start with. Now, very important historical fact to understand here. The reason that groups like the Nazis were able to come to power is because you had unchecked mobs on the left that were out there menacing the public. They were burning businesses. They were beating people in the streets. Does this sound familiar? That's what was going on in Weimar, Germany. That's a historical fact. Anybody can go and look that up. And one other thing, one other historical aspect to that is who was the group? Who was the group of militant left wing activists that were in the streets beating people up? Who were the ones that were the militant left wing activists that were out there burning businesses, looting, rioting? Who were they? Antifa, anti-fascist action. Please look it up. Just look up anti-fascist action, Germany, 1930s. That's all you have to do. You'll get just image those the image that search. You'll see the photos. I've seen them in history books. I've seen them in museums. Right. It's, it's there. And the scans of them are online. You can go look. It's the same group of people. It's the same tactics, the same uh, the, the same ideology. If you want to go that way with it. The thing that I've been screaming about for months here is it goes along with what you're saying, Bruce, is if this continues on like this is you will have someone rise on the right, on the far right, which I'm not one of these people that believe in right and left. I don't believe in authoritarianism, period, end of story. I don't care what side it comes from. I don't believe in collectivism or socialism or any of that garbage. I believe in the individual. I believe that people can chart their own destiny, not collectivists. Collectivism is a failure. But... My fear is that if this is not controlled, if this is not shut down, then you're going to have that group arise. And it will be what you said, Bruce. It'll be that well-spoken individual that will say, hey, I'm for law and order. I'm for uh, having that group shut down. I'm for getting this all under control because we need to focus on X, Y and Z, right? Whatever that is. And people will get on board with that. People will join it and they won't know why. They'll just look for someone that will make the madness stop. And that's what the Germans did. That's exactly what the Germans did. They just wanted someone that would come along that would make it all stop. They wanted someone that would restore the economy. They wanted someone that would give them work. They wanted someone that would make sure that they could have food. And they wanted the madness, the rioting, the menacing to stop.
2: Uh, I'm glad you brought that up, Uh, the economy, because that was one of the that was the next thing I wanted to point out was the economy. They're saying our economy, at least the stock market, is rising, right? Things are going up. How is it our economy is on the rise, the stock market, when, for example, New York City alone has 40 40 to 50 percent of their businesses shut down? How do we have so many businesses lost and yet the economy is surging? It's rising back up. How is that possible when we have so much collapsing as far as businesses? Now, granted, I understand that technically it's a, it's a lot of the small businesses that are that are crashing and and are, aren't coming back, and it's not they're not traded on the stock stock market, so you you may not necessarily see that in the markets. My point is, is I, I'm I'm wondering as as we're seeing things like gold skyrocket in price, um, we're seeing uncertainty there. I'm really wondering what happens if the economy crashes. Let's say, let's say they do get the the, the riots somewhat under control, okay, and and it's it's uh, curbed substantially, okay. Let's say we beat it back and it's only happening in Portland because that's kind of it, Portland's been going on for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens when the economy crashes? People lose their job they're having already having difficulty providing food for their families but now it's on a much larger scale you're you're running out of things in the mar- uh, in, in the markets or in the uh, stores supermarkets all that what happens when people aren't able to feed their family well you're going to see riots again and it makes it easy for that person to come up again and say hey i've got a solution so we're we're getting hammered from many sides on this one and i know it's a cliche we hear a lot in a lot of elections you know this 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 election really matters this is really an important this could be our last you know something every election could be our last by the way uh, i don't know if people realize that every election could be the last free election that we have freedom is something we have to fight for every single time and we've been losing that battle for a long time now for many years and have been losing freedoms left and right it's been slow it's been a slow process but uh here we are now we're uh now we've got mobs in the streets now it's uh, if you don't support BLM to the fullest, you don't raise a fist when they tell you. Uh, you don't give that Heil Hitler salute when they tell you. Then you're a racist. You're a bigot. You should be cast out from society. You're a what they what they call him uh, a rat? Isn't that what the the Nazis considered uh,
0: the Jewish people back then? Uh, or, Judenrat. Yeah. Judenrat. Yeah. You count a revolutionary. Uh, That's what it is. Yeah. You, so, you have uh, to be all in. You have to be all in with the mobs. Yeah. Yeah, even if you support them, it's not. If you don't support them fully, completely,
2: it's not good enough. So it's a it's a very a very dangerous place we're getting into, and I'm I'm concerned that the American people as a whole aren't paying attention. They aren't seeing it. History's repeating itself right in front of us, and people I think largely aren't seeing it.
0: They're not, and we've talked about it here many times. I mean, you you could compare this to go go read the history of Weimar Germany. That's where we are. We're right there. Almost a hundred years to the to the time. You could almost set your watch by it. It's there. How can I put it? We're at an apex of which way we can go. We can go one way or we can go another way. If we go down the road of oh, I don't know. If we go down the road of like uh, where Joe Biden and, and company want us to go, that's not you know that's that's not really a road we want to go down. However, if we go down a road with Trump, there's going to be hardships, right? It's I, I don't see. These people making this uh, transition of of power, I don't see this going over well. Uh, and we can kind of transition in here to the uh, to the election if you like. Mm-hmm. But this is a situation they're putting us in where we've talked about, example, this uh, this mail in voting stuff. I mean, we'll we'll talk about that. I know GP, you got some stuff you want to talk about with mail in voting. They're oh, they're not setting right it now. I want to get okay. a <laughs> uh, well. well okay, for example, j- d- how about you just tell us what you're receiving? Right, you're getting mail-in ballots sent. Other, to me, pe- yes?
1: other. Uh, well, this is the for the last one, but I got other people's ballots that I could have just easily filled out and sent. Uh huh. Uh huh.
0: Okay. And I've got a story today that's coming out of uh, Harris County, Texas, and the county clerk down there has made sure that what they're doing is like they're they're doing what's being done across other parts of the country and they're encouraging people to vote by mail, right? But here's the thing. His office this week announced that it will send out mail-in ballot applications to all registered voters in the county. Now, just to put that into perspective, just in Harris County, there's two and a half million residents on that voter roll, okay? So that's two and a half million more ballots that are going to go out. So if you've got an additional two and a half million ballots on top of, I think we're still going to do some in-person voting, yes? Yes. I think we're still we're still going to have the polling places open, right? Uh, depends on who you ask. Yeah. So, OK, well, what's to stop you from voting twice? What's to stop you from voting three times, four times? What's to stop all this? This is why we shouldn't do this mail-in voting crap. I don't know where this thing came from. I, I really don't. I don't know where this thing came from. And now all of a sudden it's just it's everywhere. Uh, I don't know, know where know this where. came from. Did is it, they, they slipped it into the bill, didn't they? Well,
2: OK, so first of all, the the Heroes Act, they tried to slip something in there. I'm. <laughs> Oh, mail-in voting um we have, wait wait i gotta pause you we
1: have to change the name from mail-in because it's sexist <laughs> yes
0: right
1: <laughs> just to, just to make it a little more
2: a little comedy relief here but Yeah, thanks, uh, it's GP. getting there thanks GP. i needed that but what do, what, do we, what do we call um uh voting by post is is that yes. more acceptable? Yes. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I I if you I no gendered language, please.
2: Okay. Okay. Point of personal so, privilege. Uh, how do we? How do we? Let's see here. Uh, voting by post. All right. So yeah. Anyway, honestly, is it going to be any different? Seriously, is it going to be any different than voting in person? Yes. Yes. And here's 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 the reason I'm asking this. Let's say you vote in person and uh you have your We've seen this this mail-in voting thing happen before, and I we we've, I, I think we talked about it. I don't remember if we talked about it on recording or off recording, but this we happened did to- not, uh,
0: We did not talk about okay. this on recording, but didn't you say there was something okay. leading up to the Civil War on this? Yeah. So
2: when Abraham Lincoln was elected, yeah, uh, and he had that, uh, he won by 221 electoral votes and his opponent lost with 21 electoral votes. Yeah, it turns out- um, there was a whole mail-in voting system that they were trying to create, start, because this was in the middle of the war. Um, they they were, you know, they wanted the North to be able to vote um, and uh, the soldiers that were out on the field. So they created a system that would allow them to vote by mail. Now, it was a little... A little different. There was a lot of um, things in place to ensure that, or attempt to ensure that, the vote was um, protected. A lot more than what we would do. Uh, it, it required four people to witness the vote. The problem was, is when the vote was being counted, and there was a huge Democrat system in the background that was basically harvesting votes and discarding the ones that you know the the ones that were voting for Lincoln and. Filling out, they had a whole chain system set up to where they would fill out and pass it to the next person and do the whole process of uh, filling out these um, ballots. And they were using fake officers. They were using that were never enlisted or soldiers that were um, enlisted, but now uh, were were killed or um, were in the hospital just down the street. They were using some the witnesses and all that uh, that you were supposed to have to sign it. Um, they were using soldiers, the the ones they made up, and officers they made up, and actual ones that were dead or injured. And it, it was a, a whole system that they had exposed. Well. This went all the way up into New York, and I mean, it was it was bad. There was a lot of people that were convicted of this and went to prison over this. And if it had not been exposed, Lincoln wouldn't have won, and we would probably still have slavery or tinges of it still to this day. While the Union probably would have been split as well, but nonetheless. Well,
0: and honestly, I kind of think that that's what they're going for. I think they're trying to resplit everything because of uh, what we talked about yesterday, very briefly, but. As far as mail-in voting, th- this is, uh, look, we, we all know what this is. We, we all know what this is. And Hillary Clinton coming out, making her statement, saying that Biden shouldn't concede under any circumstances, right? So they're going to contest this any way we slice it, any way we slice it. They're already setting the stage for it. They're already setting the stage for it. And they're going to make it look like, oh, look, it's Trump doing all this. He th- th- They basically have already said that they're going to win. And anything less than that... Is unacceptable. They've already said that, so we have a decision to make as a country. And I, as far as this this mail in crap, I mean, uh, look, even even the sainted uh, Anthony Fauci, right the the one who's an icon to, uh, to 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 the American left, even he has has said before he went down for his surgery, which I wonder how he's doing. Even he has said that it's safe to vote in person. There's no reason why you can't. If you can go to the supermarket. If you can go to Walmart, if you can go to Target, if you can go to Costco, any of these places, and you can stand in line to check out and get your groceries or whatever it is you're buying, if you can do that, then you can vote in person. You can. I don't see the problem. I really don't see the problem.
2: Uh, since you asked, it looks like his surgery went well and he's in recovery. So.
0: Oh, good, good. No, and I mean, that was in all sincerity. I, I'm, I'm glad he actually made it through that because that can go really bad uh, if, if they, if they mess that one up. So I yeah, hope he makes he a full. I hope he makes again. a full recovery. Yeah. I hope he makes full recovery. I do. I really do. I hope he makes a full I, recovery. Yeah. I hope he gets destroyed politically, but I hope that, um, uh, I hope he makes a full recovery. I do.
2: Yes. Uh, yeah. I wish him well in health. Also there's, there's a political nonsense going on, by the way, apparently he's saying that he was in surgery when the CDC changed the, uh, testing guidelines.
0: Oh, okay. Which is actually, yeah, we can talk about that. So the, uh, yeah, of course, the CDC's changed their their guidelines. They say that um, asymptomatic people no longer require testing. So we don't mm-hmm. need to test. D- did we mention here a couple of weeks ago that the CDC is actually considering removing COVID-19 from the pandemic list because no one's dying from it? No one's dying from it. And didn't you say you had some interesting statistics on the death count? Yeah. So they were also
2: saying, by the way, they're looking at removing the 14-day uh, quarantine if you travel overseas. Yes. Um, that's yes. also being removed. But when you look at the statistics, those that died of COVID-19, now this is this is not comorbidity, comorb- right? This is not you had some other disease that was going to kill you, but COVID accelerated it, right? This is you were healthy, you got COVID-19, and you died, right? 180,000 <sighs> currently is the death, uh, the death number currently, 180,114 or something like that. of those are from COVID-19. That's the sole cause of death is COVID-19. 6%. In other words, if this is taking into account everybody that's had it that we know of, right, with all the testing and everything, if you do not live in a retirement home, the fatality rate is 0.03% across all age groups. This is, you know, everything all put together, 0.03%. We shut down the entire economy. The best economy in our nation's history, might I add. We shut it down because of the flu.
0: What was it the, uh, the gentleman said? The greatest hoax perpetuated on the American people? Yeah. If not the greatest hoax in the world, the
2: perpetuated yeah. in the
0: world. Yeah. And wh- what have we learned? What have we learned? And, and now they're going even further with it, right? Now they're going even further. with it. Tomorrow, tomorrow, we're going to talk about some more of that, that fine group of people uh, at the World Economic Forum. They've got a plan to keep you safe from, what'd you say? 0.3 in the US? And uh-huh. the death rate no, no. where I'm... Go ahead. 0.03. 0.03. And it's funny because yeah. that's the death rate where I'm at. It's 0.0312 or something. It, it's what it is nationally. We gave everyone a haircut. We put 40 million people out of work for, for what? For that? Because mm-hmm. we listened to all these these sanctimonious frauds—the ones that couldn't be doctors, so they made it in public health instead. Those types of people. The CDC has come out and said that they have—they've um, changed their, uh, their their mind on the uh, uh, the testing. So asymptomatic people no longer require a test. They've talked about getting rid of the uh, the 14-day quarantine period. Right, that's going to go away. And they've also said that the reverse guidelines posted on Monday say individuals who've been in close contact with an infected person, typically meaning within six feet and for at least 15 minutes, do not necessarily need a test if they do not have symptoms. However, the CDC did state there are exceptions, including vulnerable individuals or healthcare professionals, where state, local, or local public health officials may advise testing for the virus. Okay.
2: (laughs) You want to know the stat?
0: Something fun as well? Sure. The
2: number of emergency visits, so you go to the ER, right? Keep in mind, people that go to the ER, typically, I mean, at least in the Midwest, you go to the ER because you can't, like, it's an emergency. You can't handle whatever the problem is on your own, right? You, you need medical attention, right? 1.6% of ER visits in the U.S. are COVID-19 related. I'll say that again, 1.6%. And we still have governors talking about locking down. We can't have sports. We can't have um, Hollywood going back to work. We can't go back to work. We can't open our gyms. We can't. Uh, the, the The number of hospitalizations... Is less or about on par with March twenty
0: first. And what did we see during all that? What during that time period? What did we see? We saw hospitals pretty much closing their doors. They were sending everybody home. Hell, there was a hospital just down the road from you that closed because no one was there. Yeah, yeah. So
2: that's, that's a large portion of the people that were laid off.
0: Yeah. Okay. So keeping with that, sure your road. favorite? Yeah, your favorite governor? Yeah, the guy from New York, Andrew mm-hmm. Cuomo. Your, your favorite mm-hmm. governor. He has come out and he said that he will not follow the CDC's guidelines. He's, he's not going to follow that. Uh, he says, shame on the people at the CDC. Uh, we're not going to follow the CDC guidance. I consider it political propaganda. And I would caution private companies against following the CDC guidance. I think it's wholly indefensible on its face. I think it's inherently self-contradictory. It is the exact opposite of what the CDC has been saying. So either the CDC is schizophrenic or they're admitting error in their first position, or this is just political dictations.
2: Hmm. So when a pandemic happens and you you have lessened the curve, as they told us, we were supposed to flatten the curve, as it were. 14 days. It's
0: supposed to be 14 days. Yeah, for, 14 days, yeah.
2: When, when we finally flatten the curve, uh, which we have, we're supposed to continue lockdown procedures and continue testing and all that kind of stuff. Once, once everything is back to the way it was uh, before the pandemic started, at least in terms of, of the disease, the virus. We're, we're supposed to continue these things. You know, the more we get into this and the more we talk about the, these different things, the different subjects, the riots, the, the economy, the, the, the pandemic and all this stuff. And then we have the 2030 subject that we, we've been talking about and are working on. And then the, the other documentation we've read about and the, the loss of law and order and chaos. And it really is difficult not to believe that this is what's happening, that they're trying to take control. Uh, of things. And go with yeah, the that's, fascist.
0: Yeah, and that's what it is. And we're going to talk a little bit about that tomorrow when we talk about what the World Economic Forum is going to do. You know, the propaganda on television is real. I mean, it's real. It's there. I saw an example of what traveling is going to be like. You show up at a counter at a hotel on vacation, and there's a person in a hazmat suit on the other side of the desk. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. How in the hell can anyone not see through this? Uh, seriously, I I'm, I mean, I'm not being funny anymore. How can How can anybody not see through this? Do you know I had somebody tell me on the phone earlier today, they were at a Costco, right? They were at a Costco, and they saw a woman driving around the parking lot in her car, windows up, masked up, gloved up, goggles, and a face shield. You couldn't make it up. You couldn't make it up. Sheep to the end. That's what they are. Idiots. Absolute idiots. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um. Yes. Tomorrow uh, we're going to get a little bit further in depth in that, and we'll tie in some tech stuff tomorrow uh, as well because there's uh, everything that's that's about that. And Bruce, you found that video. Uh, you and that's right from them. You found that promotional thing that they're putting out. Yeah. I don't even know. Were you even looking for it? Which which video are we referencing? The, to the, be com- clear. the common the uh, the common pass or whatever it was. Oh uh common pass yeah
2: i found that i was looking for so we were wanting a clip where schwab uh, i believe is his name was talking about um we were he was talking about we have to try we have to enact these things and it may be detrimental to us but yeah anyway um, Uh i was looking for that video and in the process of looking for that video i was listening to multiple presentations that he had done to narrow down you know where where it happened and uh yeah that's when I stumbled into it and they were they were talking about it. I also found some um, their uplink, uh, which is their their social networking system for world leaders uh, to allow them to communicate with one another uh, directly. And yeah, it was uh, enlightening.
0: Interesting. All right. Yeah, we're going to get into that tomorrow. So and, and nice. Uh, good on you for uh, for pulling putting all that together. That's um, that, that's going to be good. Unfortunately, we are out of time today, so we're going to have to go. Uh, for those of you, who have not, you would like to please do give us a follow on the social media platform of Parler. Love getting all your feedback, your likes, your echoes, your comments, your upvotes, all the above. Uh, You can follow me over there at Anderson 3 You can follow Marty at Marty Foster. If you don't want to reach out to us on social media and you would like to get in contact with us, you can drop us a line anytime you wish at tips at dynamicindependence.com. You can address it to attention GP if you want to direct it towards him. I'm sure he would love the fan mail and the (laughs) feedback. You know you'd like it. Yeah, you know you'd like it. Oh, just yell at me. (laughs) Yeah. And we would humbly ask you to recommend us to friends and family. Uh, We're just trying to promote healthy conversation within people's circles. And right now, getting around like-minded people is more prevalent than ever. So if we can reach as many like-minded people as possible and then get those people to reach more people, that would be... That would be absolutely fantastic. And we would love the opportunity to do that. And we need your help as a loyal listener in order to do that. So if you could pass us along, we would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you're a rating podcast, we would ask you to please go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. They have a rating system and drop us a rating. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. GP, Bruce, thank you guys for your time tonight. And from all of us here, wherever you are in the world, we thank you for listening because it's all of you that listen that make this all possible. We love you and we love freedom and independence. And together we'll continue to fight for those in the marketplace of ideas. So we'll see all of you tomorrow.